0: And don't worry, we keep it short most of the time.
1: Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners.
0: You could sign up for a one-month trial for $0.99, then only $18.99 a month after that.
1: With the digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013.
0: You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app. So you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer.
1: Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month.
0: So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash podoffer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash podoffer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the new generation podcast. I am your host Tanner Mondock
1: and I'm your other host Janae Avery
0: and today in studio with us. We have a special guest joining us for this week's episode. We have Kieran Davis uh, joining us in the studio. So thank you for coming on. How you doing
2: man? I'm doing good. I've been running around all morning, but I'm really happy to be here. I've been looking forward to it. I'm trying to get a podcast and i'm so happy that it's actually one in the area um, at the Herald. so this is amazing yeah. you know, opportunity for me so thank you guys
0: yeah well we're looking forward to talking to you about um you know all things mental health uh, your clothing company as well so yeah we're gonna get into all of that right after we take a brief break for a word from our sponsors.
1: BenBizit Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters.
0: Quality new Chevrolet's and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19 just south of Mercer.
1: Stop in or call BenBizit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440.
0: At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care.
1: Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home.
0: For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org.
1: First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com.
0: At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it.
1: Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street and Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today.
0: Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or upmc.com. All right, so I guess just to get things started here, yeah. let's start with the clothing company. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. Great. So my my
2: clothing brand is called Contagious Collection. It's focused on making self-love contagious. Um, so we're trying to really raise awareness for mental health, suicide prevention, and we actually donate 10% of our profits to mental health organizations. Um, so really, we try to really break the stigma, and I want to really do it in the black community, but that doesn't mean that we're just focused on, you know, uh, people who you know of color, but we also really want to bring it into, you know, underserved communities because it seems other communities other you know ethnicities are doing better with discussing their mental health getting the treatment they need um, and actually women are really killing it right now when it comes to taking care of their mental health um, and so the majority of suicides are actually men um, so we're really just trying to spread that making self-love contagious and you know that was really the main focus the why behind it um, you know and I just wanted to push that through thought provoking apparel
1: and last week we had the opportunity of seeing you at an event. Um, Penn State Angle had their Stomp Out Stigma, and really the, I wouldn't say the main focus, but one of the biggest focus was on men and mental health. Yeah. Like you said, so why do you think that it's kind of a lacking in that area that men aren't really seeking help when it comes to mental health?
2: I think a few things. You know, uh, part of it like the self sti- self stigma. So with men, there's this ideal like of how a man should be, how a man should act talk, behave, and a lot of those things have to do with strength, being the, the symbol of security, the Superman, and when a guy is starting to, you know, sound too emotional, they tend to shame themselves, and I think that fear of being judged or just judging yourself too harshly prevents you from opening up about what you're dealing with uh, behind closed doors.
0: Um, so, you know, Janae mentioned that we saw you, what was that, last week, already, yeah. um, over at uh, Penn State Shenango, and you touched a little bit about your own battles with mental health. Yeah. Um, so if you just want to share some of that with us, because yeah. that was pretty much the bulk of what your speech was last yeah. week.
2: Because, um, you know, I want to support open dialogue, and the more, I believe, I, like, if I speak about it, I encourage others to do so as well. And I'm not ashamed, because I understand that, you know, strength actually has to do with, you know, vulnerability. Um, so I just love to kind of share my story because you never know who it can touch or save, you know um, So like growing up a big shift for me was moving to Alabama as a kid and because as a kid You don't know and I was telling saying this in my speech that Who you are is some is someone that's been created for you, you know Just from your environment your conditions. You never decided who you are. So a lot of pe- times people say oh I, I've been the same way since I was you know a teenager or whatever life is a part life is about change It's about growth um, and so there's certain times where you're, you're wanting to grow, but you don't know where to go because you don't really know who you are. You never really decided. You didn't build your own character. So moving to Alabama, sh- being stripped away from my childhood friends, I thought I was like the class clown. Then you get down somewhere else and like no one thinks you're funny. You're mm-hmm. like, wait, that's my thing. Like, what do I do now? Like, I, I've, I lo- I've lost it. And then you realize like, wait, like, well, was I funny or were people just trying to laugh because they're my friend or things like that? So this isolation, really like it weighed heavy on me and at this time i didn't know what anxiety was or depression or anything like that it was very overwhelming especially coming from like a small town moving to a town with like three hundred thousand people you know it's like i don't even you see somebody at walmart you never see them again in your life you know here you might bump into a lot of people you know at walmart you know Mm -hmm. so through that fast forward i got into sports um but my family at the time was was struggling a lot and i mean we were like homeless throughout different things i remember um, for my eighth grade graduation and I was in like the junior honor society and I remember telling my coach like yeah I can't go to the graduation and he's like wow what's going on I'm like yeah well we're actually getting evicted we got to be out before that, that that week so uh yeah I don't I'm not gonna be able to go let alone get clothes for it so um then that and it was like you know there's a, lot, there's a lot of like really sad times like my sweet sixteen. I woke up in a van sleeping in a van you know what I mean and it's like it's not like I was just some bad kid who you know ran away from home and I was just going through like no my family faced these hardships and I I, I just have, so happen so happened to be at a very pivotal time in my life and um you know I actually was offered a partial scholarship to play football but at the time I just I couldn't separate re- like life and like where I was headed and anything like that so I, I It was too overwhelming for me. I got a lot of injuries, things like that, and it just did not go well. So I actually walked away from the opportunity to play football because I was like, I think I could do something else in my life. You know, I'm smart. I'm not just like this jock, you know, and um, I just wanted to try to find something else. If I can go back, that was so dumb. I would have just did it and just got free education. Uh, You know, now I have some, you know, college debt. (laughs) Don't we (laughs) uh, all? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But we're taking it like a champ, you know. Um, So with that, when I was 19, I moved Um, away from home and I moved to Iowa with some friends We were going to be like rappers I was going to be the next biggest thing Uh, then found out that I'm not willing to do what it takes to be that (laughs) like you really have to like become like it has to be in you and it wasn't in me The the creative aspect was the writing aspect was and things like that and being able to have an influence but Trying to build that up and do, I'm not a partier, I don't really go out, I don't really do a lot of those things and the lifestyle wouldn't have fit. So um, I went through like a very traumatic change during this time living on my own and not having family around. And there's some things that are just like very deep but I feel like you're gonna face a moment in life that's so scary, you're either gonna get scared straight or you're just gonna become numb to everything and you're gonna keep drowning yourself, you know, and you're gonna keep making these bad decisions. I had that moment, and it, and it brought me to this, you know, this come to Jesus moment, and I started going to the library, walking, waking up early, you know, trying to just kind of getting on my spiritual mm-hmm. <laughs> side thing, you know, that whole different thing, you know, um, meditating and things like that, and these things are beneficial, um, but w- the, the greatest thing it did was brought me to reading. And um, I I didn't watch TV for two years. I was just in the house reading books, and you know, at the time, producing and making music because that was an emotional outlet. But that's how I actually found personal development, and Mm -hmm. personal development is what brought me into understanding mental health, and understanding that I have anxiety, I have depression, you know, there's trauma, and these things are normal. And but people around me weren't talking about this, so you start to seek out like, who else is going through this as well, or is it just me? And fast forward, you know, moved back home. My mom got sick. She had a she had a heart attack, and she had to get a pacemaker put in. She's doing well, Um, but it was a big scare for me because I was like 800 miles away from my family. So I moved back here to Sharon. And um, around that time is when I started to, you know, all the things I tried to escape, like this, uh, you know, this realm of depression, or you know, you start to absorb that. You're already dealing with your own, but now with everybody around you depressed because this thing things like this are hereditary and um it started to weigh on me so much more and then going from having your own place and now you're giving it all away and come back and now you're back at your mom's <laughs> so um i had to i started to go to therapy and at the time you know a lot of people don't know like a lot of you if you don't it's like almost beneficial if you don't really have that much money like me at the time Like you can literally go down to like you know like the health department. I'm not sure what it's called where you get food stamps and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you get insurance to them, therapy would literally be free. Right, meds, all that. It's free. So like people who are like struggling financially, I'm like it's therapy probably free for you if you take the opportunity. And that is when I actually realized I had a severe anxiety disorder. And um, the difference is because th- before talking about it, people are always like, oh, everybody has anxiety. Everybody worries. Everybody," And it's like, you know, worrying is like, hey, I have a test coming up and I don't know if I'm prepared enough. Versus the anxiety is like literally every, th- every little aspect will bring you that sort of feeling as if you're not in control of your life. And then the, the disorder part of it, just means how long have you been dealing with this because you can all have moments of anxiety but if this is something that's prolonged you've been dealing with since a kid and you just don't know then that falls into the line of a disorder and so that's when I actually realized you know I started really really changing my life around when I had a better sense of what I was battling and yeah it just brought me a lot of clarity you know um, Long story, really long, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we love that. And I think it's important that you do mention that you did get therapy because especially, you know, like in the black community, people mm-hmm. was really big on religion, which I'm not saying religion isn't a bad right. thing, but sometimes you need to add religion also with therapy. So what are some of the biggest takeaways that you took away from therapy that kind of like you use on your everyday life?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a there's a couple of things. Well, and the first I want to touch on that as far as, you know, stigma about going to therapy in the black community um and about putting the church first it's funny because if you were sick they're not going to tell you just pray about it you're going to pray but you're still going to go to the doctor Mm -hmm. you know if your car breaks down you can pray but you're still going to go see the mechanic you're not just going to just wait for this because even with that you know faith without works doesn't work so it's like a part of that is doing the work, which is going to therapy. And it's also something that people just don't prioritize. And the same ide- ideal, like if I was, if my stomach was hurting, I'm not gonna ask you guys, hey, my stomach hurts, what do you think is going on? You guys kept, you know, any recommendations? No, I'm gonna go see a doctor, you know, and I, you know, I'm not gonna ask, hey, you guys, my, can you listen to my car, see what sound this is making? You guys think you can help me fix this? Like, no, you wanna go to a, a, a mechanic you can trust that you know isn't gonna break something else. But when it comes to our mental health, we just tend to just sweep it under the rug. We'll just talk to anybody. We'll post a status on Facebook. We we'll, we'll do the bare minimum to actually make sure that, you know, we're mentally healthy. Um, and it's, it's under prioritized over your physical health and things like that. But your mental health is a very big aspect for you to become the best version of yourself, succeed, and just really just mark off all the goals you're trying to accomplish. And I'm telling you because life is gonna be hard because it's promised. And that's why I don't even like to say hard because everything's a challenge. But the challenge becomes easier when you understand yourself and you put yourself in a position to better succeed like something going to therapy. So to answer your question, one of the benefits I got from going to therapy was there's uh, these things called cognitive distortions. And these are thoughts that you have. And me, I tend, like I have a personalization distortion so say if something happens, um, say if this if the, if the mic was muted this whole time and we didn't know. For some reason, <laughs> I would scary. feel like it's. <laughs> going to give Tanner anxiety. Right? <laughs> for some reason, I would believe that I did something wrong. <laughs> you know, like this never happened before. You know, like, dang, I'm like jinxing this place. You know, yeah. I'll personalize things and then I'll be like, I apologize for this and this. And it's like, I don't allow people to own up for what they're doing wrong because I always take the blame, you know. And there's a lot of other things that, you know, that there's there's like probably like 13, 15 different distorted thoughts. But even something like that, um, you know, and there's an actual specific therapy for that. But, man, there's so much. I I really just another part is just understanding that what you're thinking in certain situations, that is normal. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes something that happened to you and you're like, man, I don't know, something's wrong with me. Because people around you might make you feel like something's wrong with you because you're just the oddball. But it's like, no, just in this setting, they don't get it. But mm-hmm. there's like 30% of the world that f- would have felt the same way. And this is why, you know, perspectives comes in. But it's it's this, you know, really trying to remove the whole idea of someone being crazy, which is such a strong word and strong, like, title to, like, put on somebody, like, you know. But in, the, in that moment, you actually will think you're crazy, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just kind of washing that away and allowing you to understand that, I'm not crazy like you know this is normal and this is a normal reaction to this situation and you know that's just a a big part of it just unwinding you know what you're thinking because that's all therapy is it's just like when you get your headphones out i mean everybody has like airpods now but back in the day you put your headphones out your pocket they're all tangled up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's literally how your mind is and the therapist is just going to help you
0: unravel it you know that's really all it is and i'm sure you know there's probably a lot of people out there that might be going through some of the things that you've talked about and don't even realize that maybe there is a way that I can work on this Mm -hmm. and get help for this and that, you know, I could find a life where maybe I don't struggle with these things anymore.
2: No, seriously. I mean, and and this is the thing that like, I don't want to tell anybody you're going to go to therapy and you're never going to be depressed again and never feel anxious again. Um, but it's like if you're, if you're at the gym and you're working out, sometimes it's better to have somebody there working out with you you know um if you and there's a million things that just that just aid you and make things easier um like technology has advanced like the wheel and things like that you know so that's therapy will it will add to the quality of your life and that's the biggest thing about it but these things will still come but you'll have better tools to manage them and deal with them as they arise
0: and so how can you like get people to, to the point where like, I mean, they are really nervous to even Mm -hmm. take that first step to get into therapy. Like even if they recognize that, yes, this is probably something that would really help me. How do you get past that wall that you've put up for yourself? It's
2: just just like a a self thing. Like for me, for example, um, growing up and I'm pretty sure every guy goes through this. Like you want to talk to that girl and get her phone number. Mm -hmm. And so many guys just never do it. They're afraid of the rejection. I became more afraid of the feeling of not doing it.
0: Okay, yeah. You know? So Mm -hmm. it's like
2: she can probably tell me no, but I did it and I know. Yeah. But if I don't do it, I'm gonna feel so much worse about myself because I was afraid. So it's like the if you shift your fear or shift your discomfort from, you know what, I'm nervous, I don't know what to do, I'm kind of afraid, I don't know how it's gonna be, to, hey, if I don't go, how is my life going to be in five years? Hmm. If I don't go, how's my life going to be in 10 years? And you shift what you're afraid of. And when you do that, you start doing a lot of things that you know is going to have a better chance of boosting your quality of life.
1: And I think it's also important to note that, you know, it's not just therapy that's going to also make your life better. There's also other steps in life that you have to take. Mm -hmm. You have to change your ways. You have to maybe try to meditate and do things like that. And also just realizing that the people around you also are dealing with their own situations. So Mm -hmm. they can't always relate to you as well. So, you know, you mentioned earlier, that childhood trauma Mm -hmm. as you get older i know me personally i've realized that you know everyone is dealing with their own battles and as you get older you realize that maybe your parents didn't have it all figured out because now i'm my parents age well not their age but i'm at an age where i understand like whoa okay i don't have everything figured out so i can't expect so much from someone else if i can't expect it from myself as well
2: that's like a really it's a it's a a mindset shift that happens when you like become of age where you realize that as a kid you're just like oh mom and dad and then you get older and you you realize that wait this was a person before they were a parent mm-hmm. you know they went through everything that we went through in a different manner but they're they are an individual and they they put the title of a parent over because that's responsibilities but you never they never stop being an individual you know and like that's the understanding where you start realizing that You kind of take the cape off of superman you know and and you allow your parents to be human and that helps you understand that like everybody's just kind of going through life and learning as they go Mm -hmm. the people who are trying to wait for the perfect amount of information and you know they're the people that fail to launch everybody else is just out here falling and just getting back up you know so it's like so it's like i don't even i don't feel any way about any decisions that, anything that I went through in life that you know may I, I experienced because of my parents' situation, because at the end of the day, that's what groomed me into becoming who I am. That's mm-hmm. what has me here in this moment. And when you, I love who I am, I like who I am, you know? And, and a big part of that is me being able to start, like I said, we didn't choose our character, but you can start developing your character. So it's like, it's not like, oh, if there's things you don't like about yourself, you know you can't go back and like I said at the speech one of my favorite quotes is no one can go back and start a new beginning but anybody can start today and make a new ending and by Maria Robinson and that let me know that like all that stuff that happens there's nothing you can do about it but understand where you are right now you know have the awareness have the acceptance and then start building this is who Kieran is you know this is how I want the world to see me this is how I want to view myself this is how I want to be remembered and you start to become the author of your own book, you know. Um, so a big part of it is just not giving people slack because we're human. And we're and – life is so much better when you actually make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I might sound crazy to a lot of people, but if you're not making mistakes, you're not doing – you're not taking chances. You're not growing. You're not putting yourself in a position to have a better life. So a big part of that is just understanding that it comes with the territory.
0: Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit more about a Contagious Collection. So, you know, right now you're wearing a hoodie, you patch on there with uh, the name of the brand on there and a yep. message on the back and everything. Yes. So like what goes into the designs of, uh, of the brand? So a lot of this stuff, um, these are just things
2: that like I think are cool, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, it's kind of all about, uh, you know, catering to the your inner child. So when I create things, I try to do things that I would be jealous if somebody else made, you right. know? But I also like, I'm a fan of like uh, like minimalism and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a minimalist, but I do like that aesthetic. Yeah, Like even the desk here, there's not too much going on. It's yeah. clean, you know? So I, I like that. And But I also want something that kind of leaves you thinking and which also kind of, you know, connects with my personality. Like, I'm a person that having a conversation, it should linger on the person. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, I didn't just meet this, I forgot that guy, you know? And it's like, oh, no, this guy I remember. And I remember some of the key things we were talking about. Um, So I want the clothing to kind of represent that, you know? Because it's about mental health, but it's also really about personal development, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the mindset that's becoming contagious from, okay, this this is who I am. I accept it. And now what can I do to develop? And the more people who are thinking like that instead of, hey, this is what I went through, this is, you know, I'm a victim, life has been hard, there's nothing I can do, you know, no one taught me finances, no one taught me this and that, what's like, well, learn it, Mm -hmm. figure it out, you know? And that's the mentality, that's why it's Contagious Collection because that's become contagious and that's why I try to put little, you know, seeds in my apparel. Um, Set aside because even like the the face here. It's more prevalent on the Hmm. t-shirts So his name is Troy and Troy wears his head bandages as a symbolization of his mental health his trauma his pain And most people you know when it comes to this you can hide your mental health You can hide your depression you can hide all those things but Troy wears it as if he's proud of it and Still is able to smile and keep a silly face and that's just a representation of no matter what you go through in life everyone is equal you know, everybody's everybody is as equally like dirt <laughs> as they mm-hmm. are diamonds. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's no one better than the next. We can put more value on someone, but when it all comes down to it, we all have a gift. And when you break down the science, it, you know how impossible, like how crazy it is to even be born. The fact that your parents have to, like, how many people have probably liked you guys at some point in your life, and you're like, nah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so your parents gotta like each other. Then mm-hmm. they have to hook up. Like right. you know, and then all the sperm cells, you know what I mean, have to. <laughs> you made it, right? So it's like there's no way you're not special. There's no way you're not special. So everyone who's here is special, and I just want people to know that. And um, and that's really what I'm trying to build because this is the like this is like a sort of a lifestyle built for myself, and I'm just calling it I can take this collection because negativity spreads fast and hatred and all these things. The things that go viral are usually negative. So let's shift it and make positive cool. Let's shift it and make self-awareness cool. Let's shift it and make all these things cool. And that's what I'm trying to make Contagious that mindset.
0: Mm-hmm. So as we uh, reach the end here, um, how can people find you online? How can people find Contagious Collection? Yeah.
2: So uh, you can actually go to contagiouscollection.com. Not before, I think uh, on the newspaper, said The Contagious Collection, but it's just Contagious Collection. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Instagram is The Contagious Collection because Mm. I was late and somebody took Contagious Collection. Uh So, you know, but they're not even using it. I try to DM them and get it. But, you know, TikTok, Contagious Collection. And actually, I have a Facebook group, uh, Mental Health with Contagious Collection. And we're always in there every day just trying to give each other positivity and things like that. So.
1: And if someone is looking to, like, reach out to you to come and speak, you know, you have been a speaker at Penn State Shenangels. So mm-hmm. How can they reach you as well? Just the same um, way. So
2: if you have me on Facebook, you can reach me on there, Kieran Davis. Um, you can also send, like, an email to info at contagiouscollection.com, um, or you can DM me on Instagram at the Contagious Collection.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I want to thank you again for coming on the show this week. Uh, thank you. and We really you. appreciate it. Um, but yeah, that'll do it this week on the New Generation Podcast. We are here every Saturday. You can find us at SharonHerald.com, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, all the other ones too. Then, of course, the, the New Generation Sports Report that myself and our sports editor, Dan Heiner, do. Um, fall sports season, it's getting into playoffs now. So we're going to be very busy with soccer, volleyball, and then football in a couple weeks. Uh, we just had Hickory go back to back the state championships. Ooh. So we got a lot to talk about on yeah. next week's episode. So yeah. Definitely check that one out as well. And again, that's everywhere you can find this show. So I want to thank you again for coming on the show this week. And thank you all for listening.